0: Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast Travel Emotion. Everything about traveling, diving and emotions around the ocean. How these topics work together? You will find out. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Travel Emotion Podcast. Today with Jonathan and myself, Jenny. And we will talk about a topic that is frequently asked, how cold or warm is it in the Galapagos Islands? So when you think about the Galapagos Islands, they're at the equator and usually you would expect warm tropical weather and it depends when you're there. So last episode of our podcast, we talked about when is the best time to come to Galapagos for diving and we indicated It's June to October. So let's focus a little bit more on the time period, June to October. How warm, how cold is it there? Due to my own experiences, I know it's not always as hot as you would expect the equator or the islands to be. So maybe, Jonathan, you tell us first a little bit about why it can get a little bit colder in Galapagos than in tropical regions.
1: So yes, I think it's a surprise for everybody when they come to the Galapagos, they expect the islands to be tropical, hot and steamy all year round. Now, we do have a hot season, but around about May-June, as the trade winds are picking up, you get two very, very strong marine currents, which um, affect the area massively. One comes in the west, around Fernandina and Isabella, and is the Cromwell Current, and that's an upwelling submarine current. And the other one is the Humboldt Current, which originates down in the south, comes up the Chile Peru coast uh, along the equator and arrives into the Galapagos uh, from the south. Both of those currents are entering the Galapagos somewhere between nine and 11 degrees Celsius, which uh, quick calculation would be 52 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. So very, very cold waters. But the counterpart then, of course, is the, the warm water, the almost hot water, I would say, which is coming from Central America. This is the Panama current, and it's coming into the Galapagos uh, with water around about 29 to 30 degrees Celsius, which uh, again, if I calculate quickly, would be around about 90 to 92 degrees Fahrenheit. So very, very warm water indeed. As the two mix, of course, you can then get an average sea surface temperature around the Galapagos. But some parts are cooler than others. So the western side and the southern parts are going to be much, much cooler than the north.
0: It is good that you mentioned that the average temperature can be different in the north and in the south of the islands. Maybe we can make it a little bit more specific. Let's start to talk about the north or the northern islands, Wolf and Darwin. So what is your experience of the average temperature and how does it vary from year to year?
1: Igalapos is one of those places where it's difficult to talk about uh, absolute averages. So Wolf and Darwin, I would say, is probably somewhere... Uh, with a sea surface temperature of 22 to 24 degrees Celsius during the cool season. Uh, That's approximately 68 to 72 degrees Fahrenheit. That can vary, of course, depending on the movement of the equatorial front. So just to the north of Wolfen-Darwin, you've got this massive boundary, uh, geographical boundary between the northern and southern hemispheres, where the hot water of the north and the cold water of the south mix. Now, this is a moving boundary, and it moves up and down constantly throughout the year throughout each of the seasons but also from week to week uh, so it's not a fixed boundary so that affects the average temperatures as well so they can go up two to three degrees celsius that's up to about even 10 degrees fahrenheit so in wolf and darwin during the cold season you can find average temperatures uh, up to about 25 or 26 degrees celsius which is 75 78 degrees fahrenheit
0: Yes, and that is usually also the warmer part up in the north. Let's go down further, more in the south. And when I could speak from my experience, usually the western side of Isabella around Fernandina feels for me usually as the coldest place. Is that right? And what is the average temperature in this place? And maybe again, why it's so cold there?
1: <laughs> well, once again, we're talking about sea surface temperatures here. And yes, they are much, much colder generally around the western side of Isabella and Fernandina uh, and the southern part of the archipelago as well. So temperatures might be somewhere between 16 to 18 degrees uh, Celsius, which is about 64 to 68 degrees Fahrenheit. So considerably colder in in these areas than Wolf and Darwin.
0: Yes, and it also means that we see different wildlife, right? I mean, for me, it's not always the highlight to see sharks. It's also to see marine iguanas and sunfish, and other species you can see in the cold area. Maybe we talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, I think one of the surprises for everybody when they go to Galapagos is that you find penguins on the equator. And I think it was the subject of a BBC documentary a few years back. And funnily enough, uh, it's the only penguin in the world that occurs on the equator and actually goes up into the northern hemisphere. So it's absolutely unique. And it followed the marine currents up from Antarctica to Chile, Peru, out along the equator and then established in the Galapagos Islands and is actually the Galapagos penguin an endemic species. So yes, you do see different species there because of the water temperatures. Uh, And I think that's one of the things about Galapagos which for everybody is uh, perhaps one of the most exciting parts is the diversity of the, the, the fauna that you find out there and the different conditions that you find when you're diving. If you want to divide it up into different... Um, biological or geographical areas. You could say that Galapagos has three mini worlds within one cosmos. So you have areas that are tropical, areas that are subtropical, and areas that are temperate or or cold water areas.
0: Mm -hmm. And you talked several times about the sea surface temperature. So maybe we talk a little bit about thermoclines. So how can the sea surface temperature varies to the temperature we experience below?
1: Again, that's a surprise for a lot of people because you don't find thermoclines uh, everywhere that you go diving. Sometimes you find very homogenous water. So by homogeneous, I mean water of one single temperature. If you go to the Caribbean, for example, you'll be diving in temperatures, let's say, of 28 degrees uh, Celsius, that's um, 85 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's the same from the surface all the way down to 100 feet. In Galapagos, we have thermoclines, which are literally temperature boundaries above that boundary it might be warmer, below the boundary usually it's colder, and there can be as much as eight, even 10 degrees Celsius. Now we're talking about uh, up as much as, what, 30 degrees Fahrenheit of difference between the waters above the thermocline and below the thermocline. I do remember on one occasion we were doing some diving up in Darwin, I think it was, by the arch. The sea surface temperature was 26 degrees Celsius, and uh, that would be in Fahrenheit 85 more or less. And below the thermocline, it was 16 degrees Celsius, which is uh, 65 degrees Fahrenheit. So an enormous difference above and below.
0: In which um, meter uh, you usually find thermoclines in Galapagos? Again,
1: that's something which moves around a lot. These thermoclines are not fixed boundaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, It depends a little bit on the upwelling. It depends on how strong the trade winds might be. Um, A whole bunch of variables. But generally, we tend to find thermoclines around about 15 to 20 meters. Um, That's, what, 45 to 60 feet below the surface. Okay.
0: Let's talk a little bit more about thermoclines. What do we see different? So what's the different visibilities, the different animals maybe we see? So how does it vary?
1: Uh, You find certain species tend to prefer warmer waters, uh, just like humans, just like divers, I guess. Uh, Above the thermocline, you might find... um, frequently the, uh, the the fish schools, for example, or certain fish schools. Below the thermoclines, then you might find bigger schools of hammerheads. But it varies enormously. But you definitely see different activities above and below the thermocline. So again, it's a, gr- it's a great place just to sit on the thermocline area and look at the activity above and below. So Galapagos varies across its surface. It varies from north to south, it varies from east to west, but it also varies in depth as well. And I think that's a fascinating uh, thing to to behold when you get there.
0: Is it always that the water then is so clear when you um, come below the thermocline?
1: Um, you're probably thinking about particular experiences. Yeah. <laughs> and I know somewhere uh, diving in Vicente Roca, mm-hmm. you can often go through a very, very murky area of surface waters, which can be 10 to 15 meters, um, 30 to 50 feet more or less of of very, very murky green water. As you go down uh, through that thermocline, you often go into very, very cold, but crystal clear waters. And it's a magical world because of the green layer above you. It's almost like the Emerald City. So, you know, it can be perhaps uncomfortable to go diving into these cold waters, but the experience is absolutely unique.
0: Yeah, it's definitely worth it. I can remember our dives in Cape Douglas, what is the hotspot to see marine iguanas feeding underwater. And usually it's hard to get the divers out of the water and it doesn't matter which temperature the water has. So you mentioned several times the trade winds. So maybe we talk a little bit about the winds that you can have during the colder season.
1: Yeah, around about May, June, the trade winds, so the southeast winds, start to pick up in this region. Now, Ecuador, Galapagos are in what are known as the doldrums in terms of uh, climate. So it's an area for several months of the year that has absolutely no wind whatsoever. So during the era of the sailing ships, when they were trading uh, up the Pacific coast, it was the fear of every mariner to be caught in the doldrums because literally with a sailing ship, you can't move. So when the trade winds begin in June and they're constant until pretty much the end of the cool season, November, December, that was the time of the year, of course, that was good for the uh, the old sailing vessels. However, for us as divers on board a liverboard, it means when you're getting into the water, when you're getting out of the water, you're getting kitted up and so on. It can often be a little bit chilly when you get back on board the vessel itself.
0: That is definitely true, and I wish I had this information about the temperature and about the winds before I went the first time to Galapagos. So, best recommendation we can give you is take a long trouser, take a sweater of fleece for the evening and for the night. And in conclusion, what you're saying is that the conditions are extremely changeable and highly variable. Is that more or less right?
1: Yep, that pretty much uh, sums it up. So, when you do go to Galapagos, make sure that you're prepared for very, very diverse conditions, both above and below the water.
0: And that brings us to the topic of our next podcast episode. What is the best gear and equipment? For example, what is the best wetsuit for Galapagos to keep you safe and comfortable at the same time? I hope you found some ideas or new information for you. And if you enjoyed this episode or liked the information we gave, Please take the minute to subscribe to the podcast or like it. And also make sure to share the podcast and to tell all your friends and to share the information on Facebook, on Twitter and all other social media sites. I really would appreciate your support and your feedback. So thanks again for listening to Travel Emotion Podcast. And if you have a topic you would like me to talk about, please write me an email to info at The music for the podcast is provided by Sebastian Green. You can reach him on Instagram at SebastianG01234. Thank you all for listening and bye for now.